0: Welcome to LHU, where we work through various topics, questions, and issues to help followers of Jesus engage their minds and grow in their faith. goals as we work through these ideas is I really don't want it to feel overwhelming. I don't want it to feel like, oh man, I got to do this, pray, read the Bible, check this box and, and, and you know, cross this T, dot this I. I don't want it to feel overwhelming. I want it to feel exciting and empowering. And I think there's one really big reason why connecting with God should not feel like a Burden, but should actually feel exciting. And this is given to us uh, by the Apostle Paul. He wrote a letter to a church in a town called Corinth. And he says, do you, don't you know that you yourselves are God's temple and that God's spirit dwells in your midst. Now, just know, as Paul said that, that wasn't just a, a little thing that he said. That was a, a bombshell. I mean, that was, revolutionary in religious thought um, up until the time of Jesus. And to understand why that's such a big deal. Uh, You really have to understand the the arc of scripture, the whole story of scripture, that it starts with God and humanity in close relational proximity. That, That it actually says God made humanity to have a relationship with him and to represent him, and God would walk with mankind daily in the cool of the day. But then, mankind sinned. They chose their way over God's way. Uh, That's rebellion against God, and that broke the relationship. That separated that closeness. But God didn't give up on humanity. In fact, from that point on, you can really describe the Bible as God getting progressively closer and closer to people. And so it starts by God calling this guy named Abraham, and he says, hey, I'm gonna use you, and through your family, I'm gonna bless the entire world. You flash forward a few generations and God uses a man named Moses, one of Abraham's offspring. And he says, I want you to lead my people, lead Israel out of Egypt into the promised land. This is where the 10 plagues and the Red Sea and all that. And God says, I want you Moses to build a tent, a tabernacle, and my presence will be there. And from this place, I will lead and guide and instruct the people of Israel. You flash forward a few more generations, and God calls King Solomon, the richest, wisest king of Israel. He says, I want you to build a temple that my presence will dwell in. And so now we have, for the first time since the garden, a geographic location that people all over the world could know, God's presence is here. You wanna connect with God, you go to the temple. But Israel neglected their relationship with God and God left the temple in response and the temple was destroyed. And just when you feel like, man, we messed it up again, then Jesus comes, fully God and fully man. And He walks among us and He teaches and He loves and He heals. And just when you don't think God can get any closer, Jesus dies, He comes back to life, and then He promises to send the Holy Spirit who will live inside everybody who follows Him. The Holy Spirit comes, on the day of Pentecost and everything is changed. See what Paul is saying and what Jesus promised is now, God's presence isn't somewhere out there. It isn't in a temple or it isn't in a building. God's presence is in you if you follow Jesus. You are the temple. This is why the church is not a brick and mortar structure, but the church, it's not not an organization, it's an organism. It's the family of people that follow God together, filled with the Holy Spirit. See, the Holy Spirit is the number one reason why as we talk about connecting with God, you don't have to feel overwhelmed, but you can feel empowered because He is leading you and He is guiding you and He is instructing you. He's, he is God's presence with you every minute of every day. Now, I know when it comes to the Holy Spirit, there's extremes. Some people, uh, they, they blame the Holy Spirit for everything <laughs> weird that they do. Other people or denominations in reaction to that, they just never talk about the Holy Spirit. But the truth is that the Holy Spirit is integral to your walk with Jesus here and now. In fact, I'd say the Holy Spirit is your best friend this side of eternity. He walks with you and he teaches you. You see, the Holy Spirit is why we can be confident in approaching God, the Holy Spirit who is God himself inside you. Is why when we go to pray and we read the Bible and we say, God, please speak to me, we can be confident the Holy Spirit's going to open my eyes. He's going to give me what I need today. The, the Holy Spirit helps me pray when I don't know how to pray. The Holy Spirit is the one that helps me live like Jesus. And the Holy Spirit guides me in the cycle of Christian growth. That you can condense the entirety of the Christian life and Christian growth into two things, seeing and doing, that we see Jesus in the Bible, we see how he lived, and then we emulate him, that we see how Jesus loved people, and then we walk that out. It's the same way a a bike has two pedals, the Christian life has two pedals, seeing and doing. And it's this cycle that pushes us into a deeper relationship with God. Let's say you, you look in scripture and you see Jesus loves people. And so then you go to love people And in so doing, you get just a taste of his compassion and his grace. You lean on him for forgiveness and for patience, which pushes you deeper into a relationship with him. But the more deep you go in a relationship with him, the more you emulate him and you follow him. And so this just creates this cycle deeper and deeper into a relationship with God. And the Holy Spirit is the one that's guiding us and leading us in all of it. God's presence within us. If you wanna make sure that your time with God is flourishing and growing, make sure it doesn't stop when you close the Bible. But rather, the same way God's presence is in you all the time, you can be speaking and listening to God all the time. And so what that looks like, Jesus told his disciples, I'm the vine, you are the branches. A tree doesn't send sap and life to its branches once a week or once a day, it is constantly connected. And the Holy Spirit is how we take what we see in God's word and what we hear in our time of prayer and speaking to him and we apply it to our life and we apply it to our relationships and we apply it to our family and we apply it to how we help those less fortunate than us. And it all goes back to God's presence within us that you are God's temple. You are God's presence here on earth. He dwells within you. And so you can be confident. You don't have to be overwhelmed. You can be empowered that as you go to connect with God, God's spirit is leading you and guiding you and speaking to you, not just when you're praying and not just when you're reading, but every minute of every day.